Welcome to the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review, episode 33. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. Okay, here we go. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore then run? Maybe it sags like a heavy load or does it explode? That's the great Langston Hughes. What happened on Monday? In a world where families are limited to one child due to overpopulation, a set of identical septuplets must avoid being put into a long sleep by the government. So what is the name of our actress in this? Because this, this whole thing hinges on her. Well, she pronounces her name. I looked it up and okay. she herself said, Nomi Rapaz. Nomi Rapaz. Yes. And, and where was this film? She is freaking amazing. I love this one. It was. It, it was I mean, I like everything she's in. I like, I like all these movies she's I in. I have not. Se- I, I don't remember having seen her in anything. The girl with the dragon tattoo. The oh, okay. girl who played with fire. The girl who kicked in hornet's nest. Those right. Are kind of all that, the ones that, that, that connected to each other. But someday, yeah. someday I have to get into that. So she could be a badass. She could be a beautiful actress like a beautiful character right but she can kind of do the whole realm which yeah no i i was she was completely convincing as other people it was it was so much uh you know when you first realize that it's seven roles and yes and the very uh, what's the the first thing you think of because to me i thought of boo too i thought of Haley mills I was thinking Tyler Perry. You were thinking. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking. I was thinking uh, Haley Mills, the old Disney. Okay. And, and and I have to say, she did such a good job. You know, we we are really you. You're talking about um, the '80s being the uh, the period for horror films, uh, acting. Yeah. I think that right now, I think that we're in the uh, golden age of acting. You think so? Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I absolutely. Acting what about the writing, days of like in the 50s? Wasn't that kind of a big, maybe that was a little swell, I guess, of acting? You had people like Cary Grant and you had like, well, that was yeah, kind of late was in his like, career. But, but you know, the, the thing is, is this, is, is you're absolutely right. And, and, but there was something that came from theater that, all, 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 all the way that they talk, all those actors, all the way that they talked and everything was, I am acting. Jimmy Stewart, for example. Yeah, all yeah. of them, right. Exactly. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I mean, there was, there was even in their voices, the way that they enunciated words was, was not of the common man. It was, it wasn't like everybody, you know, I, I, I think I can see what you're saying. I, I think that our yes. modern, I think that our modern actors, uh, they're more real. Yeah, the, 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 which is realistic. what amazing about Nomi, yeah, is that she could play seven different characters Exa- and actually sell and make it you believable, yeah, and sell you that it was seven different characters. I was so impressed with her, yeah, and and, and even you know the art direction in the film was just flawless. I mean, the, the futuristic effect to it, uh, in in contrast to the 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 older apartment 
building. My only complaint was the Chevy Astro van was supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, cars are always difficult. Cars are always, always, which they always used to, I mentioned difficult. that. I wanted to mention that in Bright, which she was in Bright too, by the way. Just a side note. But uh, uh, She was? They <laughs> look like they use these Chevy Astro vans. Right, yeah. Like, I know. In, in I Bright know. too. Bad. So is Netflix like recycling these Chevy Astro vans? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you asked me where it vehicles was Vehicles are hard. Futuristic vehicles yeah. are incredibly hard. Well, futuristic, of, sure, of course, yeah. I, 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 like all the movies in the 70s where they're trying to be futuristic. Right. right. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, exactly. You go back and you're like, that's definitely a 70s vehicle. I mean, there's no question. It's like, I mean, how could they? You know, right, right. You don't really know. It, it is, it, it's difficult. You back know, to the future. Cars, I mean, car, car, cars are such a, a, a stylish element of the period. You know, it, it, it's very hard to project what a car what is going to look like. What yeah. it's going to look like, you know? And the thing is, is, is when we look at what it's going to look like, we can, we can maybe deal with looking at one good idea. Right. But you yeah. have to have a lot of ideas <laughs> to make a whole bunch of different cars look like something, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's difficult. Cars are really, really hard. I mean, you know, I, I helped uh, make the car models for Mantis. Right. And, and the futuristic car that we were making, you know, it was just difficult. You know, it's like, and, and I think that we did at best a medium job of it. Huh. In, in the end of, of making the car transform and stuff. Right. But I mean, back, back to this, you, you, you know, there, there was something that <laughs> it kind of niggled me just a little bit. And, and, and I, I think that just the fact that, that it's such a little thing, um, it, it is in itself an indication of how good the film was is what these people don't know how to surround a building. right i mean you know the thing is is they they all seem to come from the front yeah and everybody kind of like comes and goes in the back way uh, you know out out a side window without any problem (laughs) and there's a certain point to where that begins to strain credibility (laughs) right i thought it was it it kind of was a weak story though i mean a weak plot and I felt like Willem Dafoe was one of my favorite actors in the whole world. Yeah. I think he was kind of a... I think that he was misused His in character it. would have been a lot better in some ways. He could have been a lot better, I mean. See, and, and I... I, I want to see the backstory on him. I, like, I agree with you, I, 100%. Um, but there were enough things that I really liked about... Yeah. I loved the set with the uh, thing that goes upside down and, and dumps the ashes out. Yeah. You, you know? And, and the effect of the ashes uh, and, and all, that was really pretty good. I mean, you got to admit. I like how they they, they showed um, how they had to learn to take their own day and everything, and they had to play back everything. Right, So, like, yeah. that scene where they're showing the how things had changed over the years, because they showed kids playing on a playground. And then, like, the next one is, like, this guy getting the shit beat out of him. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> it's and, like, and, and, oh, and the finger thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the finger. So, oh, yeah, so... so. It was yeah. pretty amazing. I, I did have a little bit of trouble at some point, like trying to remember who, which one was Tuesday and which one was like. <laughs> yeah, I didn't let. The, you know what? I, I I didn't let that. So the short hair helped me because the short hair was yeah, one of the main yeah. characters. Obviously, I didn't like. You know, I didn't let that. I kind of like let. Yeah. At a certain point, I kind of like let that all wash over me. But it was like it was a good action movie. Oh yeah, it, it was a good. It, it wasn't was really a good action movie. Yeah. It was like a little taste of just the, the, like dystopia kind of sci-fi. Yeah, but yeah. it was really turned into an action movie. Yeah, and thought. that's it, it, and and they did a really good job of futurism. And, and and I'm wondering where it was filmed. 
I know. It, it had a Czechoslovakian kind of well, I Eastern was looking, European look I, to I it. I did something crazy. I read the credits. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually easy to do on Netflix. Yeah. But I read the credits because yeah. I, I, I was wondering myself, and it was Romania. Oh, was it Romania? Okay. Yeah. yeah no, that makes sense. Yeah. Because they had that dystopian, that, yeah. yeah, the dystopian feel. And the building, sure. I thought was pretty pretty interesting there. Yeah, the the one that they're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. You know, you couldn't get a. I love the fact that you had kind of trouble getting sense of its size and its shape, which kind of like lent us to letting them come in and out. Yeah, you know, pretty easily and stuff. And yeah, what do you think I, of the um, crowd scenes? Like, I thought it was basically they played with sound, really. But I mean. Right. They had crowds, but they weren't necessarily that loud. But they they made them sound really loud yeah. and annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they, I thought they did a really good job with that. Yeah, they they uh, they also. I I remember thinking to myself that they had built tension. Yeah. Really well, you know the 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 tension of going outside and 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 trying to maintain this facade yeah yeah it, you're all the, playing the same character yeah you have to look just like that person yeah and you have to go <laughs> to that lineup you know to get inside although why that lineup existed was a little bit odd yeah you know i mean you well trying to weed out the siblings you know. yeah right yeah i don't know i thought it was very simple but i, I like the the kind of dark tone of it too with the uh um glenn close yeah. We have to mention her. She was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> but the she, fact that there was some underlying thing going on there, and uh, you didn't really know what was happening, but it was right. like you kind of find out at a certain point, you're like, oh, sh- that's I what they're doing? I, 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 yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, that's right. It, <laughs> but I kind of didn't understand the thing with the, the kids that they were keeping there. W- without spoilers, I have to say that I, I still just really enjoyed it. And I, I think, and, and it was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Well, so far, all the Netflix movies we've gone into and reviewed, I yeah. have this, I guess I have a preconceived notion where it's not going to be as good as uh, right. theatrical release. Right. And it, but, but I'm surprised, you know usually. What? The thing is, is here you've got, uh, let's look at four of them. I, I'm going to name four of them, four of them off and, and tell you that, it to me, it's kind of 50-50. Hmm. You know? uh, Bright was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, definitely this Monday film. Yeah, was was stellar. Probably the best out of the four. Then there was nineteen twenty two and Gerald's Game. Yeah. Okay, out of all of them, though, I have to say, you know, certainly there's a lot of worse crap out there. So it's almost like they're shine, really shining with sci fi right now. Yeah, yeah, no, the, I I think they really are. And, and, and but the and, babysitter, the babysitter was now, great. See, that's a good horror yeah, one. Yeah, but. that was a good horror one. Yeah, <laughs> the babysitter was great, and then and then you know the one with the kid and the Aussie one. I was eh. so maybe with Netflix, it's more about budget and who directs it. Because I mean, yeah, Mick, Mick G, for example, yeah, I thought it, he had a really amazing. good vision. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. well, you you know what? What I've noticed is this: is is that it seems like these days enough people have been making low budget films and the equipment. You know the the the, the yeah, technology. The, the technology yeah, overall absolutely. has brought the price down a lot, yeah. and we're not developing film anymore. So, so you got high def now. Everything's yeah. You get high def. Yeah, uh, the writing is definitely better these days, and it, and I it, 
you know, I don't know why that is, but but writing has just gotten. Well, you worked in the days of writer strikes and where you didn't have a script at some points, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, you know what? You're no, you're right to a certain extent. We have fewer unions uh, and things uh, like we that. We have f- fewer union writers, and more people are writing now. It's just like more people. It, it's it's like, you know what? How about the idea of a snapshot? Has that completely changed? Because it used to be that you would take thirty six horrendous pictures with your camera you would it would cost you 15 yep, to, to 20 bucks them. to get it developed <laughs> and 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 in it made photographs in general the great bulk of photographs looked like crap right but think about how much it's changed with the technology today you you literally almost everybody can take a good picture yeah, because you can take it a hundred, and you you can you can take ten thousand pictures in a day. Yeah, you and know? they have like apps that make things look better now. Right, too. exactly, and the cameras are are just playing better. And the thing is, is that's also happening with film. I mean, look look at all those pictures. I mean, I'm sure that they had really low budgets, but at the same time, they they had technology that you know it, it is better. And a lot of the writing, if you've noticed, one thing that those things all had in common is the writing kind of limited itself. I mean, I probably not as much in Bright, Bright's case, but but at the same time, you wrote it as uh, as being a slightly future version mm-hmm. with with you know slightly different there there was there was a commonality a common theme that made it that you didn't have to make the entire world see what i'm saying yeah, to, yeah. to go into this world so you you have that you have like uh gerald's gerald's game is basically done in a room you have 1922 that was done in an old funky house because those are kind of adaptations right so it's a little easier I don't know if it's easier to adapt a, a book, but 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 at the same time, I'm saying that you know your quality can be higher because yeah. you, your equipment's better. You know, you, you're getting better films for a lot less money. You know, even I would think there'd be more crap out there because more people are doing it because it's well, less, I, more expensive or less expensive. There is, I mean, and I mean, yeah, people and doing, it's called YouTube. You have selfies, but you have. <laughs> I heard about a model today who got. And it kicked off an airplane because uh, she's a model that does belfies. Belfies? What's a belfie? Butt selfies. <laughs> so we're coming. I down. didn't need to know that. <laughs> I didn't coming. need to know my that. Point at all. Is I that didn't even know that, that. I didn't need to know that that existed. <laughs> so my point is that if you look at selfies, there's butt selfies, and then if you look at films, there's probably the butt selfie version of a film that probably didn't, didn't even need to be made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is this is Netflix gets to pick out of yes, a they much pick and wider. Yeah. A much wider range of films. What I like about I mean, Netflix is they seem to let people do what they want. Yeah, they, they they honestly do, and you know that HBO started that. Yeah, you know HBO was the classic version of that. So where's know? Hulu? They need they need to pick up their game. Not yeah, the, who, yeah, whose movies are are, are <laughs> right? I think Hulu does more uh, TV series. Yeah, they do. Hulu's TV and, and yeah, and Netflix's movies. Yeah, but I'm glad. Yeah, I'm enjoying the Netflix stuff. For yeah, sure. but you know, ba- back to this, I I just really I I love this film. I I I'm gonna have to go with um, mm-hmm. what should we use as a uh, 
as a parameter. That's a good question. A finger. A fin- Ooh, <laughs> cut a off pinky. finger. How many pinkies? Uh, how many pinkies? I would say. What happens I'm to one say, happens to you yeah, all. I'm going to say four, four pinkies. Uh, four pinkies straight up. Four pinkies? Yeah, four pinkies. I liked it a lot. I really did. I guess my problem is I had a problem with the story, but then I kind of overlooked that. Your problem. I'd say three Your and a half. Your problem. Three and a half pinkies. And if they made the character of Willem Dafoe stronger, maybe had a little bit more backstory about him. Yeah. I want to know what happened to him. They didn't really just explain anything, really. They just kind of, unless yeah, I missed it, <laughs> they didn't yeah. really describe what happened. But I really like him as an actor, and I think they could have been more stronger. And then also, yeah. if the plot was a little bit stronger, maybe the writing was a little bit more in-depth, I guess. Not really bad. It wasn't bad writing, but it was just, I feel like it could have been more to it. It was more just about the action and what's going to happen next, what's going to happen next, you know. Yeah, but but you know what? Yeah, at her. It had she, her. Yes. She was. She was. She was the strong. Yeah, the strong yeah. point for it. She's awesome. Yeah. She kicks ass. That's all I'm gonna say. I have to. I have to say. I don't. I, don't, I was trying to think to myself if there had been any time that I had uh, worked on a film where you know we were doing the multiple people. You know, one one person. The only one I could think of was multiplicity with uh, <laughs> Michael yeah, Keaton, yeah, which he didn't work yeah, on. But uh, yeah, which no. I, yeah, yeah. But no, it's so like I think I haven't done that. You know. Yeah. Which I think actually he did a good job of that. I mean, it was it was a comedy. Obviously, it was different. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I was gonna say I don't know if I have a story for this one. That's okay. You don't. I. <laughs> you kind of told the story. You had Mantis in there, and oh yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mini story. Yeah, mini story. Okay. Story time. Story time. It's story time with Mick. 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 I I I wanted to set this straight, um, because I'm actually talking to Blake Best about this in writing the book uh, on Nightmare on Elm Street, four is why I say we. All the time. You know, when I'm talking about these films, I talk about what we did as opposed to what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- there's a reason that I do that is is uh, I, I never believe that a production designer or an art director or a construction coordinator or an effects coordinator, any of those things, you're you're not. It, it isn't just you. You know, it's it's you and a group of people, but particular production designer. I mean, you're you're operating uh, with a bunch of people and you're trying to drive this train. You know, you're trying to keep all this going in in, in one in the direction that you want. And uh, it's I've always considered it a group thing. I've never thought about because some somebody once said that I was very humble because I said it that way. And, and that's totally not the case at all is as I just consider, I, I consider what I did as a group of people, but it also makes it harder to understand what I did specifically, mm-hmm. what a yeah. production designer does, right. you know, because it, it, it is a group of people. It's, it's your art director. It's your construction coordination. It's your location manager. Um, uh, to some extent, it's the DP and wardrobe also, you know, if, if those were my stronger suits, I would be more involved in the DP work or the costume. My, uh, my, uh, strengths, l- l- uh, were more in the design aspect of sets, the uh, the color aspect of sets, the uh, 
the aspects that dealt with the special effects and the construction. Therefore, I lent myself more towards more complicated uh, shows. Then I, I remember I had I had um, I had a producer asked me one time he goes you know it, we've been looking through your resume and, and and it's pretty impressive but you know i have a question for you is can you production design a living room and i said you know what <laughs> i think we're gonna have to part ways already because <laughs> <laughs> that's a stupid question right. <laughs> a living room full of bodies uh, a living room yeah. <laughs> You should have said yes, and exactly. they came up with upside this crazy, down, like, upside down, full bloody, bodies, no problem. Yeah, bloody no problem. Things. in the future, yeah, no problem. You know, <laughs> and, and and you know, like, of course, that that's not the point. Being pr- production design is that you're creating a look that is the overall look of the film, right? That is the really? overall look of the film. It, it, it's and it, it it knowing what that is, knowing where you're going, knowing you know what the director wants to see. Uh, knowing what you want to see, knowing what the DP is going to do, uh, and and trying to guide all of that, and the personalities and so forth, and it can be quite a trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I but I I just wanted to say that you know I I never felt that it was me. I always felt that it was my crew. And I thought when you said we, I thought you were talking about you and your other personalities. <laughs> well, that was my crew. <laughs> Mick and Rick and, <laughs> and all the rest. Of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's like it, if I, I would work on a small film like uh, Fantastic Four, I think I probably had, you know, 10 people working for me at the most. Um, and then you turn around and, and Nightmare on Street 4 where it would have been closer to 100 people, maybe even, you know, at times as high as 150 people. And, uh, and, and you know, <laughs> having Facebook and off all those people do try and get a hold of me, and they they know me better than I know them. I mean, they, they, they say, oh, hi, Mick, you know, and so like, I don't remember these people. I was like 100, <laughs> well, of course. 150 people. And you I don't mean, you're remember. basically the boss, kind so, of, so... R- Right, exactly, and everybody <laughs> thinks that they know you. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I I just wanted to clarify that 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 mm-hmm. that part of the job and and why I I think of of you know what I did in, in, as a group. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Okay. Next. As always, you can reach out to us on email at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at DW Review. For now, thank you for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review. <laughs>